at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Stay tuned. All right, all right, all right. It's your man, Max Weezy. Live from the 919 where everything is fine. Welcome back inside the barbershop. We got another great episode for you. We got another great guest for you. It's my homeboy, Kels from the 864. Kels, say what's up to everybody. What's going on? What they do, man? Uh, Kels, man, thank you for, for joining me uh, um, for this episode. And, and tell me, like, it's got to be hot down there, man. I know it's hot here in, in central North Carolina. I know it's hot down there in South Carolina, bro. Bro, it's, it's crazy out here. I don't I know, know how to... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I know you're sweating. You're getting blacker, man. This ain't cool, dude. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> it's terrible. I can't even begin to explain, man. <laughs> well, man, try to, try to stay cool down there, bro. I, but, man, I, I appreciate you coming on um, and joining me. And I, and I know that, um, you know, it's, it's sort of a, a lot going on. I think the summer just always, um, you know, brings a lot. Um, it means a lot for a lot of people in terms of, Moving around, changing, traveling. Um, you know, I mean, we're so we're so busy in the summer, and um, I know you you have a high um, interest in um, the NBA. We'll get to that a little bit later, but um, fashion as well, man. And I, it's something I haven't really got a chance to touch on. Um, I don't think at all, actually, since I've since I started this podcast. But um, there is a lot of things that um, just sort of. Uh, mix not only um, for the culture in terms of fashion, but also sports as well. But um, sure. I, I just wanted to ask you, man, like, what where'd your interest in in fashion start? Like, where where does that where did that come from for you? Uh, honestly, man, it just came from I could say being an artist. I used to be an artist by trade, so like the artistic side of me transitioned into fashion. So. In school, I really didn't have like a lot of dope clothes. I had the dopest shoes, but I didn't have the dopest clothes. So I always would look at pictures and different people, not my peers, but like people on the internet, you know, what you see on TV, and just uh, try to model myself after whatever I saw. So uh, it's just me when it comes to the fashion. So I'm very diverse when it comes to it. So it's a lot that comes with it. And just to be clear, what type of art specifically were you into before you got into fashion? Uh, it was like sketching and like uh, landscape. Uh, what can I say? Um, Self-portraits. Uh, so like drawing? Yeah, uh, just like drawing, yeah. yeah Not really okay. cartoons. I was more like I could draw like real life people shading. Right. All that good stuff. Right. And living in and just kind of being... I mean, you did mention, obviously the easiest way for all of us to connect to the outside world and, and for, for anything, obviously, whether it's art, music, fashion, whatever, is obviously the internet and, and TV and, the, you know, the, I'm sure that's influenced. Everybody sort of can, can relate to that, but also yeah. being that you're from, you're from, you know, uh, South Carolina, the A64 area, um, like that. Did you, you, you grew up in South Carolina? Is that, is that right? I'm sorry. I don't yeah, I grew up in South Carolina. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so being in a place that's obviously it's not a, um, you know, a huge area. You know what I'm saying? It's not. A, it's not a place that maybe. Obviously, it's not like a, you know, Atlanta or New York or whatever, LA or whatever. Obviously, but like, how how did, 
um, how did you find inspiration or how did you find a way to like express yourself growing up there where there, there might not have been a lot of like, you know, um, fashion forwardness out there? Like, how did you how did you ma- maintain in, in that in that area growing up? Well, I guess I could say just like um, just like I said, when I was just seeing stuff around me, uh, like I said, watching TV. Grew up coming up, I watched a lot of TV, so it was mostly like Nickelodeon. Um, when it comes to like Kenny and Kill, uh, all that, um, just like most of the old older '90s shows. Okay, yeah. And so and so it kind of like f- fell off onto me. So it was like that's kind of something I was just modeling after, really. Yeah. And so. When it came to Ken and Kel, I don't know if you remember, they had like the sort of baggy jeans a little yeah. bit. Yeah, absolutely. And like the t-shirts, the FUBU, this, that, the other. Yeah. Not so much FUBU, but just like the the distinct style that they had. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel you. I, I definitely um, remember Ken and Kel. And actually, like just recently, like now what I've been doing is, because I, I, I watch and listen to a lot of stuff. I consume a lot of content because of my, my work and, and everything. I have a lot of, you know, downtime. So I often like will watch shows or listen to stuff while I work. And I've been watching a lot of shows from the 80s and 90s. So I've been watching like Family Matters. I've been watching like Hanging, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. And like Definitely. those, and I'm like, yo, like it's so crazy how, um, you know, just like looking back at, you know, what they were, the styles and what they were wearing back then, but also like the choices, like, you know, if, if it's crazy how like back then, like, you know, if they were going on a date, they would always wear like a, you know, not necessarily a suit, but at least like a jacket and a tie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And like now, like nobody, like nobody does that. <laughs> like, and it's Definitely. crazy. And like, and even like, you know, like then some of the patterns were like a little, a little bit louder. Like you had the, the polka dots, you had like the bright colors you know, and everything like that. Like it's just crazy how things have evolved since then. And it hasn't really been that long. You know, it's only been, you know, 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Like almost 30 yeah. years. But I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I feel, I definitely can uh, appreciate that. And, and speaking of sort of like that, that era in time, I was actually um, watching, a, I don't know if you saw the recent, interview um with on the breakfast club with dapper dan oh yeah definitely i watched the whole entire thing yes so yeah. for my, real quick for my audience if you don't know dapper dan is a iconic fashion designer especially Icon. especially in in the uh, hip-hop community in new york um he he uh, basically made a name off of uh designing clothing um and infused infused uh luxury brands like gucci fendi um and and things of that nature so he's definitely um our kind of designer and they had him on the breakfast club and they talk, kind of talked about a lot of things it was very like um informative especially just about the kind of the history like just black history they talked a lot about malcolm x and martin Luther king in the interview too but my question was uh, one of the big the big statements that I got from that interview, um, Kells, was when when Dapper Dan was saying that you know the the luxury comes from ha- having a product that people can't have or have access to, and but they want it because we want we want what we can't have. That's human nature, right? Right. So, right. Um, 
my question to you, Kels, is do you think um, a black brand will ever become a luxury brand? Well, to be honest with you, I would say, I hate to say it, but it's just the truth, but no, because, the, I mean, the, the fashion is so driven overseas. Well, not overseas, but like across the country, like in England and Germany and France and all that. And like, as you can see, FUBU has declined. I mean, Yeezy is under Adidas. So exactly. That's not even Kanye. Yeah, exactly. And you got, of course, you got uh, Virgil with uh, Off-White, but he doesn't even own Off-White. Right. I mean, he's the content creator, if I'm correct. Right. He's, he's, he's a designer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just like a designer. So, like, I mean, it, I don't think so, man. Just... We got we got enough we got a lot of brands, but it's just not a lot of people are gonna support it because they don't see like the everyday person wearing it. Like the you don't see the rich uh Caucasian individual wearing uh FUBU. You'll see him wearing probably like a Gucci jacket or just like a Armani suit. Just like something a real expensive suit, but it's not black owned. It's we we know who who makes the suit like or the clothing or whatever they have on. Right. Yeah, I think I think the thing is too is like as long as and as long as influential people, um, and people that we associate with money keep buying luxury brands that are not black owned, I think it'll be hard, you know, for a black owned business, you know, a a black owned clothing line just to you know, automatically become luxury. Um, right. I think, I think that's a, it's, it's a, it's, it was interesting that, that that discussion was pretty interesting, but it was like, it's like, you know, even, even what, what, um, Dapper Dan was saying about him just having the, the access to him, him, the, him not able, having the access to distribute, you know, like you said, like you were saying overseas is like part of the, part of the issue because it has to be global so it's it's interesting right. Right. um yeah and plus like they, I no, like, you off, yeah. most of these brands have been around for a long time like gucci louis vuitton ralph lauren etc etc just have been around a long time and they have longevity within like uh humans so it's like it, they're just gonna keep dominating and keep getting better and just Keep being relative. What what was your style like? And kind of go back to your experience in school. But what was your style like? Would you say your style was like in school, or like at a young age? And, and what is it now? Uh, so that's that's a great question. So I don't know if you remember like the era. Do you remember when like Wiz Khalifa was like yeah. hot? Oh yeah, and then everybody was wearing like Chuck Taylors, yeah. cargo shorts, and the graphic tees. Yeah. So, so that was me, like, in uh, junior high school. Okay. Like, strictly. I was wearing that. and then Was Wiz Khalifa snapbacks, or was that after Wiz Khalifa? Oh, snapbacks, bro. Listen, I had all this snapbacks. Okay. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. It was, it was so heavy. I was selling snapbacks in school. Like, it was that era. And then I think New Boys, did they come before Wiz Khalifa or after? That's a great question. I think, ah, oh, man. I think it was before when the skinny yeah. jeans and the yeah. and the V neck. Yeah, I think it was before. Yeah, that, so, I, I think mean, that was like right before Wiz. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was me too. Is when it far as came to the fashion, and so like the Wiz Khalifa era, I was dressing like that, and then the skinny jeans. But now it just transitioned to like I'm out of school, I'm in college or whatever. But anyway, it's more like. Mm, so on a casual day, I could be wearing like a some cargos or like some um, slight baggy jeans, like light baggy jeans, uh, a vintage shirt, a fitted cap, and some probably Jordans or uh, Air Force Ones. It just depends on how I'm feeling that right. day. Like I'm very, I'm very diverse. Like just depending on how I'm feeling. Right. It seems like the skinny jeans and the like snapbacks is like all vintage now. Like you don't even like see it any, anymore. It's just yeah. weird. It's crazy. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa was very man. That was such a specific like era. I just it's crazy. It's like since you said, I was there. I remember exactly. And New Boys too was like specific style. Like that was it's wild. Speaking of Jordan. A lot of people on social media, and I don't, I don't know if you've seen it, a lot of people, uh, particularly Twitter, will say, or at least I've seen, they'll say, oh, um, you know, Jordans are whack, or, you know, like guys that still wear Jordans are whack, blah, blah, blah. But we just saw, crazy. it's crazy to me. I was like, man, Jordans are are, are classic. I mean, there's different, and people just say they don't, I feel like people say they don't like Jordans, but like, it's like people that I compare to. I always compare to people that say they don't like sushi. Like, okay, sushi is yeah. very diverse. So there's, you know, a bunch of different types of sushi. Like, you might not like a dynamite roll, but you might love a California roll. Like, you can't just say all sushi's back. There's different types. And that's how I feel about right. people that say they don't like Jordans. Like, there's so many different types of Jordans. Like, you know, it's kind of weird how you just dismiss the whole brand. But anyway, I want to ask you this. A lot of people, you know, are like, oh, Jordan's a whack, whatever. Um, but Zion Williamson, obviously, you know, everyone knows he's the... He, the Spartanburg native. Spartanburg native, yeah. Shout out Spartanburg, Zion. Um, the number one pick in, in this past year's draft. He's supposed to be the next, you know, transformational player, the next LeBron, the next, you know, whatever. Um, so anyway, Zion just signed with Jordan Brand. He signed a seven-year deal worth $73 million. Got a lot of money, um, but do you think um, Zion will push like the wave back to Jordan to where people will like start liking Jordans again because of Zion? Do you think that'll that'll happen? I think only if he rock retros. Like he have to rock retros throughout the whole season. Like I don't want to see no. Uh, 2018, 2019 Russell Westbrooks with the strap and the the zipper and all that. Now you gotta, they gotta give him like the peas that uh, Mike Bibby and uh, Carmelo Anthony and Ray Allen, all them peas that they used to get. Like he has to rock the retros. It can't be no brand new Jordan that they're trying to push because everybody is just so prone to seeing and wearing the uh, retro Jordans. So, that's the only way. Only way. Yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting because, I mean, I'm, I, like I said, I don't know if you've seen it, but I see so many people like, 
oh yeah, you know, Jordan's this and that, but like, I mean, Zion, <laughs> Zion just signed with Jordan Brand, so I mean, he, right. he definitely, he definitely do a lot, even though like, I mean, people don't necessarily consider Zion a fashion icon or anything like that, but I think the influence could definitely help. Um, is there any any article of clothing or style that is like dead right now that you wish wasn't? That's dead right now. That, wish that you wish was hot again. Um, like if you could make a hot tomorrow, you would. Like what would you pick? Um, I probably have to say Carl Kanai. Okay. Um. I'm pretty. I'm sure you're familiar with Carcano, right? I, I'm actually never heard of it, or maybe like so. So like Tupac, uh-huh. the the clothing like Tupac used to wear a lot. Um, it's more like a real urban, like not hood, I could say, but it's like real, just real uh, urban, like real kind of different colors, sort of like Koozie a little bit. Got it. But got you. Okay. But it's very urban. Uh, very distinct so I wish I mean if that would come back it'll be like out of this world <laughs> but but they'll just have to keep it they have to keep it the same yeah but, you gotta you gotta bring it back man you gotta bring back the uh, the swag I actually own three three pieces but the weather is permitting me to not not wearing these pieces oh right so it's, it's so, more of like a, a fall winter look well, it, the the stuff I have is like a winter. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I got a uh, crew neck. Uh, I think like a a sweater, like a Kooji sweater, right. and then like a a, a long sleeve t shirt, another long sleeve t shirt. So it's kind of hard to put it on right now. Right. Gotcha. Especially when I sweat a lot. Gotcha. So. No, that makes sense. Um, man, if I could bring anything back, I'd probably bring like Starberry back. Starberry, yeah. man, that was a crazy time. <laughs> Everybody was talking about how the fifteen dollars shoes was in the store. Starberry was crazy, and Starberry was actually like, like decent quality too. And then, like, I remember like Starberry, like it wasn't even embarrassed. The cool thing about Starberry was like, like whether you were cool or whether you were like whatever, like everybody was wearing Starberry. Like it wasn't even like uncool to have Starberry on. Like Starberry, like everybody was wearing Starberry. And uh, I just, I think like I would bring it back, like maybe like make the quality better, but like Starberry was dope. Every, everyone everyone was on Starberry. Starberry was a wave. And it, it's just like another thing I could say about that, I, I could appreciate about that. It was affordable. Yeah. So like you know a lot of a lot of people couldn't afford like the high end. Not say Nike is not really high end, but thirty dollars for like some sweatpants or a sweatshirt. Yeah, a lot of people can't afford that. But like seven between the seven and fifteen dollar range. I mean that's kind of affordable. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even yeah. It's not even so much the shoes. Like you know you know yeah the affordable the affordable you know shirts and sweats like you said like that's pretty good. Like I feel like that kind of change the game a little bit um for sure that's yeah we definitely need to, get, need to get back to that and that's definitely one thing like yeah we were just talking about you know what we're having more black brands that are luxury but i think it's also commendable when when people uh um 
when, when black owned brands are are affordable too i think that's even even more special than than uh um, than luxury for sure who in your opinion is the best dressed athlete i like i've been seeing a lot of uh probably james harden okay and d'angelo russell I mean, I would say LeBron James, but I say LeBron James is just too obvious. Like, he has all the money in the world, so, but I'm a, I like underdogs, so I'm gonna say James Harden, D'Angelo Russell, and, hmm, and Odell Beckham. Oh, Odell's, yeah, Odell's just like crazy, like, crazy drip. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't even make sense. Did you see his courtside uh, picture at the uh, when he was at the NBA Finals? I didn't see that. Uh-uh. Uh, he had on a uh, what is it? A Jim Brown jersey with the baggiest jeans with with the uh, uh, I forgot the fear God shoot on. This guy was clean, bro. Clean. I gotta look that up. Did you see his um, outfit at the ESPYS? Um, I think I saw like that. The, I just forgot what he had. It, it, oh yeah, the yeah. brown fit, and he had the. Uh, it's like the. It wasn't even a backpack, but it was like a backpack, like front looking thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I see what you're talking about now. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, dude, those are some good picks. Dulo has some grip for sure. James Harden. Yeah, Odell, man, Odell is crazy. I say my favorite, uh, or my best, my best draft, dress athlete, athlete that um. A lot of people wouldn't even think of Travis Kelsey, the Titan, oh, yes. Titan of the uh, Okay, Chiefs. I know you're talking about. Yeah, that dude can dress. Look up his. I think I've seen some of. Yeah, man, look up his fits, man. It is it is you got. The dude can uh, can put an outfit together for sure. Um, and he's. You think it's? Okay. Oh no, I was gonna say he's. He's married to a black woman, so I think that's like... <laughs> yeah, I was just about to point that out. I was going to yeah. say, I wonder if his uh, wife uh, dresses Yeah, up. yeah. He's married to a black girl. Because so. he's married to yeah, a black woman. Yeah, yeah. So that, I think that's that's most of it. But <laughs> nah, he, yeah, he definitely... Um, he definitely... Um, I, I like I like his, uh, his, his uh, outfits for sure. Um, how do you feel about the NBA being balanced now that you know you got Kawhi moved to LA the Clippers with with uh Paul George of course you got everybody's sort of in duos now like everybody's like you got you got a pair of twos you got Stephen Clay you got LeBron and AD you got James and and, and Westbrook and and Kyrie and, and Katie like everybody is no more like these huge super teams now how do you feel about the NBA probably being like as even as it's ever been uh, to be honest with you, it's kind of it's kind of whack. But then again, it's kind of cool too. I say it's whack only because, um, for me, when my favorite player moves from team to team, I cannot keep buying your jersey, bro. <laughs> it's it's just insane. Like, but I guess it's like good just for the youth who see it nowadays, and they have their own like, what can I say for? their own change for basketball. Because, like, when I was coming up, like you said, it was, like, super teams uh, with, like, probably Kobe had his, him and his dynasty, then you had the Spurs and their dynasty. Yeah, Boston. But now it's just, like, yeah, Boston, too. But now everybody clashing together or everybody want to get together to go out to the playoffs and lose. So it's like... 
it's kind of like it's kind of whack. But you know what's crazy? Hey. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you good. I was. Finished. Oh no, I was gonna say you know what's crazy. Speaking of changing jerseys, um, the top selling. I just saw this the other day. The top selling um, NFL jersey is. Or it's merchandise, but jerseys has a lot to do with it. Top selling is Tom Brady, and Tom Brady hasn't even changed teams. Like, wow. he, like people, he's been on the same team for twenty years, and people keep buying his jersey. <laughs> like, it's weird. Like, I mean, what's the, like, what's the point? Like, buy somebody else's jersey. Like, I mean, that old, yeah, <laughs> that Odell Beckham jersey's fire. I can't even. Lamar Jackson jerseys is, is fire. Like, oh yeah, I mean it's definitely some teams out there with some dope jerseys. Like it seems, and I'm a, I'm trying to person. I'm a diehard Panthers fan, but like it's it, I I would definitely buy some other teams' jerseys just because of the 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 look of it. But yeah, for some the Patriots have never changed their uniforms. Like for some reason. Tom Brady is still the top selling jersey, and like he's never, yeah. he's never changed teams or anything. He's just got one jersey out there. And everyone's buying it. It's weird. Um, right. Speak, speaking of jerseys, I was going to say, Charlotte, if you, I mean, I know you've probably seen it a lot, but Charlotte is big on jerseys. Like, if you go to a concert, all you see is everybody with like jerseys on and just rocking different vintage jerseys or like, uh, jerseys uh, that people are uh, players that are playing now, so it's, it's a heavy influence out in Charlotte. Right yeah, now. for sure. Yeah, I've, I've walked. I have, I'm, I'm big into baseball jerseys. Like I have a lot of baseball jerseys. Like baseball, I like baseball jerseys a lot more than anything. And um, people, because I have one, I have a, a Charlotte Knights jersey, and I have a, um, a baseball style jersey with the with the classic Hornet on it. Uh, it's a teal jersey and like I always get compliments whenever I wear one of those but like yeah jerseys are huge in, in, in Charlotte I don't know what it is but I'm a big fan of baseball jerseys myself now as I mentioned before now that there's balance it seems like instead of super teams you have like three you know the big three or whatever and now you have like duos so now there's like a bunch of different you know duos to choose from I just I kind of listed a few but like who do you? Th- who would you say is the best duo now in the NBA? So I guess the best big two. I guess I would say, man, James Harden and, and Westbrook. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Do you think? Do you think they'll be able to play together though? I mean, that's two ball dominant guards, man. That's gonna be hard. It's gonna be a lot of. It's probably gonna be a lot of pick and rolls, like with Clint and James. It's it's gonna be tough, but I, I feel like. They're gonna have to work it out. They're gonna have to work it out. Something. Somebody gonna have to get a ball up. I I think that this, despite and I, I I criticize Russell Westbrook a lot for his basketball his lack of basketball intelligence at times, but yeah. I I do think that Russell Westbrook I have a feeling that he's gonna just like humble himself. From a standpoint of realizing, at the point of his his career, he's gonna be like, okay, I'm coming in a James Harden situation, and I'm gonna adapt myself to get to get a ring because this okay, is this, this is my that. shot. I don't know if it will happen because the West is so stacked, and like yeah, the West is crazy. It's, it's gonna be crazy. I think if the Rockets can make it to a final, the Rockets can beat. You know any team in the East? I think the Rockets are good enough. Oh, yeah. to do that without question, without question. But I think so. As I, I believe, Russ is going to come in and be like, "I'm going to put my head down and do what I have to do 
to to uh, to get this ring. I, 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 I'm sure a lot of people doubt that, but I, I'm, I kind of have a feeling that he's going to be able to get that done. I don't know why. I don't, I don't really have a reason to root for for, for the Rockets or for Westbrook, but I kind of have a feeling that he don't have a choice but to do that if he wants no to No doubt. Ring. I mean, I would say the same thing, man, just because if he, if he wants to take 20, 30 shots per game, it's you're not gonna win. I mean, you have to play both sides of the floor, and you're gonna have to really just be a good teammate to James Harden and everybody else on the team. At the same time, he already plays hard, so we're not worried about that. You just gotta make sure you're a good team, precisely, and that and that you show up in the playoffs. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's, and that's the thing too. Showing up in the playoffs, uh, you know, we've seen, we've seen. You know that you know be a be a struggle for Westbrook and for Harden too, but we'll see what happens. But I think I think it's going to be interesting. I still kind of also it's, it's where they end up is going to be rough because of Clay's injury. But I think I don't I don't count the Warriors out to be honest with you either. Like I I never I can't count them out just because of their championship pedigree. I know it's people are questioning. You know Draymond's ability. I know people are questioning the fit with the end of the wrestle now, but like I think, especially if they can get Clay back by the playoffs, I would. I, I still would watch out for the, for Golden State too. I don't count them out at all. Oh yeah, I, I'll never count them out. They made it to the championship without KD. Yeah. That's what a lot of people forget. Exactly. I'm not. And they got Willie Cauley Stein now yeah. too. Yeah. So it's gonna, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a fun year for sure. Um, if you can make an early. An early NBA Finals prediction, like who you think is going to make it? Who, who would you pick? The Clippers are the favorite. Clippers, and I think Philly going to get it together this year. I saw a video of Ben Simmons shooting, shooting some jump shots. So, so <laughs> I mean, yo, that joke is hilarious. I know what you're talking about too. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> I saw him shoot, I saw him shoot a couple of jump shots. So like, you know, it's evidence that that he has the ability. He just has to, if he can, if he can do it, you know, in the league, man, the, the sky's the limit for them. You know, if they could, if they could put all egos aside and just ball out, man, I, I think it could happen for them. I mean, they got they got the potential, man. They just I hate they let. Well, I don't think they let him go, but Jimmy Butler loved him. Yeah. He balled out for them. But yeah. But they, they were able to keep Tobias, right? And they got uh, Al yeah. Horford, so. Yeah, yeah, huge. yeah. So they got they got people to spread the floor now, and they got some maturity, and they still got Joel and B. Right. And he's done with that injury mess, but so I think they can do it. And nobody else in the East, I really can't. Uh, I really can't say you're going to do something. I mean, I'm a Pacers fan, but I don't put it on, like, like front front page. Uh, but, like, they're just not going to let the Pacers do anything in the East. The, hate to say it. The Pacers were crazy. I mean, I wish I wish that the injury to Oladipo hadn't happened because the Pacers were, like, they, the Pacers gave LeBron problems um, two years ago. And last Definitely. year they were just like doing so well, and then Oladipo gets hurt, and they still, you know, finish the season strong. So I don't know, man. The Pacers could be something crazy. Like 
Um, I don't know if it's they'll be talented. They don't, I don't know if they have the pieces to compete. But like the Pacers, are, I, I mean, people kind of forget forgot about them, but they might be straight th- this year too. Um, to, to, you just have to keep to adding pieces, man. Yeah, for sure. Football's my favorite sport. I'm, I'm excited about football. I'm ready to, to go. Um, who's, I'm ready for this season. I'm so ready for it. Who's, who's, your, who's your NFL team? Colts, man. Indianapolis Colts. Who do you, made it to the playoffs last year. The Colts are a, are a scary team to me. Um, the Colts have a lot of a lot of have a really talented roster. I I think they could they definitely, especially all these young players, um, definitely look good. But who do you? I guess a, as an early like Super Bowl prediction, like who do you have? If you had to put anybody in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl who would you say is going to make it to the Super Bowl this year? Uh, it's gonna be us. So the Colts. It's gonna be the Colts versus. Uh, hmm. I want to see the. I want to see the Eagles back up there. Okay. I want to say us and the Eagles. Yeah. No, it sounds a little weird, but NFL anything can happen. Yeah, I think a few people have the Eagles going back this year. Um. And it's sort of like the funny thing about the Colts and the Eagles is that in terms of the quarterback situation, like they sort of are in like a similar position. Like you've got uh, Andrew Luck, who you know first three years, like you know, I think he went eleven and five his first three years. He had an injury that obviously you know t- took him out, affected him for for a while, um, and then he he came back and you know made a playoff run. Um, so I think this is the year where they're like, all right, Andrew Luck is healthy. He's got to show us something because everybody was treating Andrew Luck like he was the next, you know, Brady or the next, you know, Pay Man or yeah, whatever. Definitely. So I think Andrew definitely. Luck is, is a put up or shut up year for him because he's a, everyone was like giving him golden boy status and he's got a good team. Yeah. And then it's sort of put up or shut up year for Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz, has played well at times, but he's also been injured. So everyone's yeah, like, okay, we got to, yeah. Carson Wentz got to prove that he can lead his team all the way through all 16 games, all the way through the playoffs. Boom. And because they have a talented team still. And the Colts, same thing. Angela's got to prove he can, you know, be healthy, do it, you know, get further, you know. Um, on in the playoffs and, and, and get get the team to to a championship. So, I mean, that's two teams in, the, in a very similar position. Yeah, and I'm not counting I'm not counting y'all out either, the uh, Panthers. But I mean, it's just it's just something about Cam Newton that I don't trust. Like everybody else on your team, like I'm cool with, but uh, I don't know Cam just. A little sketchy at times. Yeah, well, the Panthers. Well, the crazy thing is, is, like the Panthers are sort of in that position too, because is that the same way I mentioned with with Luck and with uh, with Wentz is, is the the reality of it is, um, you know, can't, like I'll say this: people at like 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 the first eight games last year, like six and two, like people was like talking about, okay, is Cam gonna be possibly the MVP. Um, and he was, I mean, like, throwing for, like, almost 70% of his 
uh, completion percentage was like almost at 70%. Like he was like, I think um, like through eight games, he was like 19 touchdowns, four picks. Like he was looking like solid. Like obviously the Panthers haven't brought in Norm Turner as offensive coordinator was like working because he completely retooled him and the Panthers were looking like solid. And then he had that shoulder injury. And, and and after that, like, you know, his game sort of like went downhill. Obviously, we lost, you know, seven games in a row, you know, and obviously, um, you know, you have a injury to your throwing shoulder that's going to affect, you know, your play. So this is a this is a thing where, like I mentioned with Andrew and with Cam, like he's sort of in that same position. He's got to prove, OK, I can stay healthy and I can do what I was doing in the first eight games last year for for a whole season and 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 do it for my team. I have faith. I think they can do it. I I think the division's really hard. So I think it's I don't have an issue. I don't have a doubt about how the team will perform. Um I think Ron Rivera's a good coach. I think he's a good does a good job of getting a a, a good product out of the team. Um, particularly when he's calling the defense and when Cam is playing well, but the division is sort of like is scares me with the Saints and the Falcons being so good. Um, and I will say this as well: like people sort of have forgotten, like the year before last year. So I'll say 2017, Panthers were 11 and five. You know, got to the playoffs, lost to to the Saints, who were a great team. And then, like I said, had, a, had that six and two start to begin last year before the injury. So right. I mean, through a season and a half, Cam was playing well enough. For, and that was, let's see, eleven to five plus six and two. That's that's um, that's seventeen and and uh, seven. So I mean, that's a good record, and that's a, and Cam was playing a lot better, you know, under North Turner. So I think I think this is going to be a year where. It's gonna have to be a proven year, and I don't. If everything goes well in terms of health, I think the Panthers will be able to do it. But talking about being in the Super Bowl is just another level because there's so many talented teams um, in the NFC. So we'll see what happens. But I'm just hoping in the regular season, Cam proves the doubters and the Panthers prove, prove doubters wrong because everyone sort of counted them out because of the because because the injury sort of makes makes it look like it's, it's an inconsistency. You don't know what you're going to get. But really, like, you know, sometimes is sometimes an injury can be a reason and, and not an excuse. So, well, I'm, 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 I'm excited about this year. I really am. Yeah. yeah. Y'all going to be straight, man. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, so just, man, I appreciate you just um, coming on again to, to uh, talk um, with me and kind of share your experience with, with you know fashion and and you know talk a little bit of sports with me too. But before before I let you go, man, are there any particular sites or any any things that you follow that you would recommend if they want to keep keep it with fashion in general or like or whatever? Or if there's, are there like blogs or anything or podcasts or, or social media pages that you keep up with? Um, that you would recommend to other people that want to get more um, more interested in fashion, or maybe have an interest in fashion, but they want to follow more more pages. Like, are there any any that you uh, recommend? 
Of course, G. I was GQ magazine. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I just follow GQ for my fellas. Uh, I take a lot as far as when it comes to uh, like real business casual. Uh, I take a lot from Kofi Cerebo. Uh, I don't know if you know who that is. He was on Girls Trip. Uh, I take a lot from him. I take a lot from Marshall Ali. Yeah. Uh, I take a lot from him when it comes to men's fashion and then Ashton Saunders uh, he's on social media as well he was in the movie Moonlight yeah uh, and then as far as my ladies go uh, just I don't know you gotta follow one of these hot girl summer pages <laughs> <laughs> nah I'm just kidding but yeah just mm, just well, whoever you look up to as far as women goes, whereas Jordan, uh, what's the girl's last name? Jordan. Jordan Woods. Uh, Jordan Woods. She has a lot of drip. Uh, um, who else can I say? I don't know. You just got to find your taste. And once you find your taste, uh, just run with it. But GQ Magazine, uh, those other guys that I mentioned, Marsha Ali. Kofi Cerebo, Ashton Saunders, uh, Ian Connor a little bit, but not really because he's a little extra at times. But yeah, just those few people. And then, of course, follow me, Kelsey's Love, on both Twitter and Instagram. That's at Kelsey's Love, K-E-L-L-S is love. Yes, sir. Follow, follow my boy. Um, appreciate you, man. Yeah, of course, man. Man, I appreciate you, bro. I, like I said, man, it's definitely, I like to, you know, kind of diversify, you know, discussion on here, especially, you know, on a forum such as, you know, a barbershop, you know, you can talk about anything. So, I mean, we always, you know, welcome, welcome, uh, you know, uh, the the difference of pace a little bit, but bro, I appreciate you you coming on and man, stay cool down there, bro. Don't don't burn up in in, in, in South Carolina, dog. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'll try not again, to. Again, I, I appreciate you coming on and, and uh, man, we'll definitely have you have you back on on uh, here back here inside the barbershop. So, bro, I appreciate it. Again. Let's rock me at the barbershop. Let's rock me at the barbershop. Stay tuned. All right, y'all, that's it for this episode of The Barbershop. Keep showing us love. We appreciate it. Go ahead and rate and review this podcast and also share on social media and tell your friends about us. And if you're feeling generous, there's a link in the description to become a monthly subscriber. You can do it for as little as 99 cents and you can support this podcast and help us to grow and to glow. We appreciate all the love. We'll see you next time here at The Barbershop. Stay tuned.